I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and a marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. What happens when one spouse smokes cigarettes and the other spouse doesn't? Ironically, both of them can die of lung cancer or other related diseases. Although one spouse might be quite aware that the other partner smoked long before they got married, she reasons or he reasons that since she is not smoking, there should be no harm done to her. We know today that this is far from the truth. The same couple end up arguing over cigarette smoking in the home or car until finally the marriage ends. It is safer to have a smoke-free marriage for the sake of the marriage and the lungs. I suggest that while courting or selecting a mate and one discovers that the person smokes, even if it is one cigarette every three months, do not stay in the relationship. Now that's challenging, isn't it? The cigarette smoking will get more frequent as the years go by and it will add stress to the marriage even leading to divorce. And that is in particular if both partners uh, or the wife or the other spouse does not want to smoke and irritates him or her. I think most of us agree that cigarette smoking is dangerous for one's health. On the other hand, far too few understand that smoke from the cigarettes is equally as hazardous to non-smokers. We have bans on smoking in certain public areas in many countries, but that is not enough. Here is what the latest research is telling us. Mayo Clinic, one of the top research hospitals in the world, stated in an article, Secondhand Smoke, Avoid Dangers in the Air, the following. Here is it. Exposure to the toxins in the secondhand smoke can cause asthma, cancer, and other serious problems. Know what you're breathing and consider practical steps for clearing the air. End of quote. The article goes on to state that secondhand smoke, also known as environmental tobacco smoke, includes the smoke that a smoker exhales, mainstream smoke, and the smoke that comes directly from the burning tobacco product, side stream smoke. Secondhand smoke contains thousands of toxin or toxic chemicals, including benzene, carbon monoxide, chromamine, cyanide, formaldehyde, lead, nickel, polonium. The dangerous particles in the secondhand smoke can linger in the air for hours. Breathing secondhand smoke for a short time can irritate your lungs and reduce the amount of oxygen in your body. Prolonged or repeated exposure to secondhand smoke is all the more dangerous. And it isn't just the smoke that's a concern. The residue that clings to the smoker's hand and clothing, as well as cushions, carpeting, and other goods, 
sometimes referred to as third-hand smoke, also can pose risks, especially for children. End of quote. Let me share with you more from the article without ed- editing it. Here it is. Second-hand smoke causes or contributes to serious health problems. Lung disease, asthma, bronchitis, and other chronic lung ailments can be triggered or aggravated by exposure to second-hand smoke. Second-hand smoke increases the risk of heart attack and other heart problems. Second-hand smoke also damages blood vessels, interferes with circulation, and increases the risk of blood clots. Now, when you say second-hand smoke, remember we're talking about the smoke not coming from the smoke or the smoker. This is what the smoker comes. It comes from the, the streaming from the cigarette itself or what he exhales or she exhales. This is very important. Second-hand smoke also damages blood vessels, interferes with circulation, and increases the risk of blood clots. Second-hand smoke is known uh, is a known risk factor for lung cancer. Some research also suggests a link between second-hand smoke and various other types of cancer. Second-hand smoke poses additional risk for children who are especially vulnerable to the effects of second-hand smoke. Exposure to second-hand smoke during pregnancy increases the risk of low birth weight and sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, S-I-D-S. Second-hand smoke increases the risk of SIDS, SIDS, whether exposure occurs during pregnancy or after birth. Now, that's serious. Children who live with smokers are more likely to develop middle ear infections and lower respiratory tract infections. Second-hand smoke also causes chronic coughing, phlegm, and wheezing, and as well as eye and nose irritation. Here are some tips on how to avoid secondhand smoke. Number one, don't marry or sleep with someone who smokes. As simple as that. Two, don't allow smoking in your home. If family members or guests want to smoke, ask them to step outside. Don't rely on an air conditioner, ventilation system, or an open window to clear the air. Number three, don't allow smoking in your vehicle. If a passenger smoke must smoke on the road, stop at a rest stop or a place for a smoke break outside the car. Insist that smoking restrictions be enforced in your workplace. Even powerful ventilation fans doesn't effectively remove secondhand smoke from the air. Choose smoke-free care facilities. If you take your children to a to a child care provider, choose one with a no smoking policy. Take the same goes for aging loved ones. Number six. Patronize businesses with no smoking policies. Many restaurants and other establishments are entirely smoke-free. Reinforce these non-smoking policies by telling the management that you appreciate their healthy air. Number seven, keep your distance from smokers. 
If you must share space with people who are smoking, sit as far away from them as possible. So let's think about that. It is extremely difficult to avoid cigarette smoke even when a business has no smoking policies. Why? Because a smoker would stand outside the public entrances to smoke, causing you to inhale all the poison. I know of persons who have severe allergic reaction to cigarette smoke and nicotine. Sometimes these persons have to be hospitalized on serious and on serious medication for months. A few years ago, my wife and I were returning home from a vacation. We cleared our luggage and headed to the transportation area. In the airport, inside the airport was cool and clean and clear of smoke. As we walked outside the door toward the taxi zone, a small stream of cigarette smoke crept across the nose of my wife. For the next few months, she suffered intense chronic sinusitis and other nasal infections. There were a few medical visits and batches of antibiotics and nasal decongestions. All of this was the result of a split-second sniff of nicotine coming across the nose of an innocent non-smoker. On the other hand, the smoker had no apparent congestion, allergy, or other health problems. I am relieved that the smoker will die a slow painful death due to making his body a human chimney. But the one who chooses to remain smoke-free is forced to inhale the lethal substance that causes immediate pain and even death. While we were building a home, a few workers would smoke on the premises. Because we were not there at the time, we would not see them smoking, and could smell the smoke all through the home when we came at the end of the day. When we banned all the smoking on our property, even across the street or nearby vacant lot because the wind would still send streams or poison tobacco through the home. People do have a right to smoke, but they do not have a right to cause others to inhale their deadly poison. Non-smokers have a right to have a constant stream of fresh, clean air wherever they go. If cigarette smokers want to kill themselves, let them do it in their own smoking chambers, where the sheets of white smoke, saturated by many deadly poisons, can engulf their own body. Smokers must be aware of the serious dangers of the least amount of cigarette smoke in the air. Even when they are driving a car and hanging their handheld cigarette outside the windows causing the stream of smoke to enter the nearby automobiles. If people want to smoke, at least they should be compassionate and considerate toward non-smokers. I certainly support a ban on public smoking anywhere. The only place people should be allowed to smoke are in designated buildings, zones, rooms, far away from non-smokers. Not even spouses should be allowed to smoke in homes where their children and, and their children and other non-smokers. 
let us build smoke-free marriages and smoke-free nations. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.